stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out And I'm Dave. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. There you go. This was not a voluntary departure. <laughs> so what happened? It's kind of like you, you know, we just went in the dark. No pun intended. Maybe a little. Yeah. It, it's almost like we lost power for a week. Um, yeah. So uh, Tropical Storm Isaias, which I know hit you um, and knocked out power at your house. Knocked out power at my house as well. But uh, Long Island in general, particularly the area, the whole area around which uh, where I live, got absolutely walloped. And I was actually on a video conference last Tuesday telling the people on the call, if I drop off unexpectedly, it's because it's getting a little nuts around here. And I was saying those words and looked out the window and watched the tree just outside where I'm sitting right now, um, across the street, literally rip in half and fall on the lines. Wow. Um, and spent the rest of the afternoon watching and hearing other large branches fall, including the top of a giant pine on my property that was just sheared off and dropped into my neighbor's property and missed his house by feet. Wow. Um, so storm was really bad. And then we got to play the uh, power authority waiting game. Uh, our power authority here is called PSE&G. And PSE&G sent me an email or a text because they, they have a whole text system. So I got a text about an hour after the power went out saying, we will restore you by sometime this evening. To which I said, that's a little bit of a drag, but no big deal. Mm -hmm. Um. I did not have power restored until last night at almost nine o'clock. Yeah. So we went six full days and there are many things I could talk about with respect to this. Um, but suffice it to say that the negatives were our power company did a horrible job of communicating. I, I could, you know, I can text them anytime to see what the status is and if I read, and I, I should have done it before this call, if I went back to last Tuesday and read the predictions from them, not predictions, they were saying power will be restored by this time, mm -hmm. it, it kept shifting and it didn't always shift forward. Sometimes it shifted backwards so it was better. And then it would shift two days into the future. It, it just made no sense. It was all garbage. Um, and so that, that was probably the most frustrating part along with obviously not having air conditioning or hot water. So oh, yeah. took, learned how to take a lot of really cold showers without flinching. Um, learned, um, that if I lose power, I thought, you know, like I thought that I could read to fill up my days mm -hmm. almost indefinitely. And I learned that there actually is a limit to how much I can read um, okay. because I just go crazy after a while. And so by the weekend, I found myself on my hands and knees in my front yard weeding. 
for like wow. eight hours over two days, like totally redid our front walk. And that I was actually really happy about that because it looks great now. But um, I learned that basically if the power goes out, I become my father. That's what I learned. <laughs> from How many books did you read? I actually read no books. I am I start I had started one book in before the before the power went out. Book I've read before. Um and I am a little more than halfway through. I found it really incredibly hard to focus. Okay. Um, because there were so many other distractions related to having well, no power probably and just, really hot too. Yeah, but I mean, I've read in Aruba. I sit and read in Aruba in 90 degrees all the time, and that's not a yeah. problem, so I can't really use the heat as an excuse. I just, I had trouble being focused. I think part of it, Peggy, was the the other thing that was odd about it. I couldn't normalize because of COVID and because of the nature of what happened as a result of the storm. So the COVID piece is I can't go to a Starbucks and just sit there for six hours and do work. Right. And have my computer and ancillary devices charge up. I can't do that. The only right. place I could charge up was from a car. And I, I just can't sit in the car for eight hours a day doing work. Yeah. And the, play, the, the other aspect of it was that even basic cellular service was non-existent. I couldn't send or receive texts in anything like real time for days. And so oh. basically, I, I was actually cut off from work at a time where there's lots going on and so I think part of the reason I couldn't read was I was just kind of my I couldn't focus because I'm frustrated sitting there thinking about what I can't do you know and I would wake up at six in the morning basically you're going to bed as soon as it gets dark because there's nothing right. else to do so you go to bed you wake up obscenely early and then I would go to a local bagel shop and buy a bagel for Kara get myself some tea and I would sit in the parking lot for two to three hours just charging up devices from my car and, you know, doing what little work I could do. But it was so early in the morning, I couldn't call people. Mm -hmm. So it was just, a, it was a really odd week. So I didn't read. I read almost nothing. It was weird. Wow. Wow. How'd you keep your leg charged? So Max's girlfriend uh, did have power. And so I was able, like... I, I can nurse my batteries. I can turn I can turn the knee on and off. So I was able to nurse the batteries from Tuesday till probably Thursday with what I had. Okay. And then um, I have I actually have some old batteries that I don't use regularly because they're you know they don't last as long. But Max was kind enough to take the charger to his girlfriend's house and charged up all three of the batteries I wasn't using. And with that, I could easily, I could have gone, if if I had had no power, but had four fully charged batteries, I can probably get, if I'm really diligent about turning the knee on and off, I could probably get through close to a week and a half on that. Okay. So with, and by the way, that means without doing a lot of walking, obviously. Right. I'm, I'm right. intentionally curtailing my activity. Right. Um, to maximize battery life. But that's how I kept the knee charged. Okay. There okay. was an upside, though. What's the upside? Yes, it does not sound very positive. Tell me the something good. The upside is that I really did enjoy that when it got dark outside, the house got dark and it got very peaceful. And mm -hmm. you're pretty much living by candlelight. 
And I would go upstairs usually by 8.30 or 9 at the latest. 9 o'clock was the latest. And I would read my Kindle for a few minutes before I sort of lost interest. And then you just, I would go to sleep. And I kind of liked that simplicity of things. Mm -hmm. Like not, I liked not having the TV on and watching TV before bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. Life got really simple really fast. Can you keep that up? Do you think that that's a lesson you'll keep moving forward? Like turn off well, the TV at nine o'clock every day? and. Well, so I'm usually not the one watching it, but I get pulled in there. Okay. Um, but for me to for me to now walk upstairs calmly with and leave the lights off pretty much, like just not turning lights on everywhere you go. Like I have a candle mm-hmm. by my bed because of this. So just light the candle, bring it into the bathroom, brush your teeth to candlelight is, it's very relaxing. Um, <laughs> so I may, I may try to keep that up because it just helps me wind down. Good. So I like that. Silver lining in the very yeah. dark storm. Yeah. And then there was just, it gave me time to think. It gave me some space yeah. to think. And because it, I couldn't do anything work related, it wasn't about work. So it was just sort of about, you know, my life and my marriage mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And that was really nice. Good. Yeah. Good. How about you? I've dominated the first, uh, I don't know how many minutes that we've recorded already, but Uh, that's all right. What's going on Uh, with you? Because you're not at home either. We are not. We also lost power. So um, we, we got back a lot earlier, but so I, I needed to work. So I packed up the boys and came up to my mom's um, because I can mooch off her internet and power and the, and Robbie and Timmy now get to play with their cousins because my niece and nephews live with my mom and they're 16, 14 and 13. So they're all about Robbie's age. So right. they're, they're all really, really tight. It, it's a really cool relationship to watch. Um, so we've just been up here. I've been working. Um, they've been playing. It's It's been good, Scott. We got power back. Scott is doing uh, kind of prep for a new virtual school year. So he did not is not familiar with the platforms. So he spent the last week kind of getting brushed up and, and trying to figure out, you know, what what he's supposed to do and how he's supposed to do it. Um, finally got Timmy back to the doctor on Friday. So it's it's been a really long time. So uh, they did some tests on him on Friday, which it's always hard, you know, but um, don't have the results yet. But he handled it like a champ. But the doctor said it's much harder for parents than it is to kids. And they're right. It is. (laughs) So did you drive all the way back down for the tests and then come back up? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I left Robbie here because I didn't want to take Robbie into the hospital. Sure. So uh, it it actually wasn't that far because it's D.C. So it was like maybe an hour and 40 minutes from my mom's house, which is not bad. No, 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 it's not bad. So um, and it was kind of nice to just have the the time quiet with just Timmy and not having to worry about, you know, because only one parent is still allowed in the hospital. So Scott wasn't going to be able to be there anyway. Um, But I didn't have to worry about. Robbie being home alone or anything. So he was up here with my mom and the kids. And then we came up back up Friday night and rested. Um, Oh, Sunday was fun. So um, I managed to get tickets for iFly. Do you know what that is? That's the indoor skydiving. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Sure. So I found out that it, 
if you get a group of five or more, you basically rent the whole tunnel for the whole time. So it's completely social distanced. I got the very first appointment of the day. So it was completely clean. And all the cousins got to do this like indoor skydiving thing, including Timmy. Which let me tell you, I mean, after what he went through Friday, seeing seeing him on Sunday, just they he got I mean, he got to fly. He went in with the instructor and the, the instructor was a cute. I have to send you the video. The instructor, he just literally put Timmy under his arm and they just whooshed around the tube like Superman. And Timmy had his little arms out and. I mean, he was wearing a full face mask, but I know he was just smiling and just yeah. on absolute cloud nine. He, he's still talking about it. It was the coolest thing in the world that he got to fly. That is so, cool. Yeah, he, he that was definitely the highlight. And it was fun because all the cousins could do it. So all of them had a chance to fly. But, right. you know, and seeing them all fly was good. But, but seeing Timmy do it was just oh, it was so cute. Max jumped out of a plane once. That was his high that school. That was his high school. I re you sent me the picture when he did that. Yeah, none of my kids are allowed to do that. I'll take them to iFly, but that's it. Yeah, I, I think we talked about it back in the day, but I, I was like, I, Kara said, do you want to come? I'm like, nope. Yeah. She said, why not? I said, because if God forbid something goes wrong, I can't be there watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but iFly, it, he had... I mean, it definitely, it's been a hard few months. You know that. I mean, it's yeah. been a hard few months for everybody, but this, even thinking about it still makes me smile. It just, it, I'm so glad that we did it and it was so much fun and he's still talking about it and he yeah, wants to go back and fly again. And it just is like the highlight. It's the best thing ever. So, and we've been doing um, a lot of water balloons, you know, the reusable water balloons that I bought and uh, they've been doing the slip and slide and I bought these glow-in-the-dark foam swords. So every night, the big kids, the big cousins, go out in the street and basically just, like, pummel themselves. <laughs> and they're out there. I mean, they're quiet. They're not disruptive. But they're out there till like, 2 or 3 in the morning just really laughing. And then they play, like, nighttime hide-and-seek. And they play truth or dare. And it's fine. I mean, they're right. perfect. They're not disturbing anybody. So, you know. But it's been good. It's been, like, a... Uh, I forgot how you coined it. It's like a quarantine vacation. A quarantation? Corcation. Yes. It's a corcation. Yeah. But we are we are going to be going home. Or a vacatine. That's too hard to say. Vacatine is harder than corcation? Corcation. I think that sounds quirkier. Corcation. Well, it is quirkier. Yes. Oh, I, I know what else I did. What? What else did you do? I rented a minivan because, you know, I'm totally into minivans right now. Yes. And I took all the big kids. Timmy stayed with my mom because he wasn't feeling well because this was the day after. Um, and we drove out to Butler where my dad is buried. And because they haven't they haven't seen my dad's headstone or anything. So you they said you were going to do that when you were there. Yes. And I did. And I don't know if I told you how my dad's original headstone read, but it, it's something that's really kind of stuck in my craw since I saw it. His widow did it, and it has his name and his birth date and then the day that he passed, and then all it said is um, loved his wife and then her name, and that's all it said. That's yeah, all it said. No like nothing, nothing. Somebody, and I think I know who, got the stone re-etched since I was there last and it was not her 
And now it says under that, that still reads that, but under that in like big black letters, it just says loving father, grandfather, and brother. Wow. And I can't, it was like the ultimate, like, screw you. <laughs> Do you think she knows? Does she go there and visit it? She hasn't, she hasn't been there since my dad died. Yeah. So she doesn't know. And she lives like an hour away. She has not been there since he died. She'll, she'll tell you that. Um, but it just, it made my heart so happy that it was changed. Such a silly thing, right? It shouldn't, it shouldn't have mattered, but you know, it, it really made me happy to see that it was changed. So, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It made me feel better because I knew at some point I was going to have to do it. So now I don't have to do it. But the kids, uh -oh. you know, they painted rocks for them and we left them on the, this, you know, on the, on his grave and the rock that I had gotten for the unveiling because I knew what the stone was going to say. And so I, of course, you know, being subtle that I am, got a rock, got my own stone engraved that just said dad and I candy papa. And that was actually cemented now onto the top of his stone. So, yeah, that's happy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, you were living in the dark and I was basking in You're somebody else's petty revenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever it takes, Peggy. It's, That's right. It's, it's all good. We're in, we're in quarantine. The, the, it's you my gotta happy take the moment where I can take it, them. you know? Exactly. Well, it's good talking to you. It's good seeing you again. I'm glad all is well. Yeah, likewise. It's been too long. Yes. So we'll connect again tomorrow. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Stuck in our homes, but you're not alone. First, let it feed at peace. We'll shoot the breeze. COVID 19 has you down. Down. So stay.